Yo, what it is, yo. What's uh, Joe's Real Talk Sports? Deontay Smith. And I got my boy Cameron on talking about this week in basketball. We're going to touch on Melo. We're going to touch on Trey Young. Whether he is more Steve Nash or more Steph Curry. I mean, I apologize for that. It's a big room that I'm in. In, in, in. Uh, we're going to also talk about the Celtics. And we're going to make a bet on what uh, we're going to do an over-under on Jason Tatum's points per game's average. Let me see what else we're going to touch on. You know what? I'm just going to let you all hop into the pod. Appreciate y'all for listening. As always, call in, leave voicemails. Let me know what you're thinking, what you got in your mind. Hope you enjoy it. What's up, man? What's good, bro? Are we recording already? Yeah, we're on. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, we had a lot go down in basketball this week. Um, let's, let's kick off with the summer league, though. Let's no, nah, we'll go order of importance. Kawhi getting traded to the Raptors. Uh, do you like that trade? Uh, not really at all. Uh, to be honest, I, I think it works out better for the, the Spurs than the Raptors. How? Because they get a franchise player. The Ra- Raptors are going to lose Kawhi next year, if not this year, middle of the year. I mean, I just I just don't really see it working out. The Raptors are going to be begging for the times they had Colorado Lowry and DeMar DeRozan, even though they weren't really doing much. They were getting to the playoffs. They're they're about to be a lottery pick team for the next five, ten years. In the East? No, I don't think so. Yeah, bro. So, you don't think they could trade Kawhi um, right before the All-Star break to the Lakers for some of their young talent? For Brandon Ingram? No, they're not getting Brandon Ingram. They're probably getting Josh Hart. Um, Mo Wagner. He's a rookie. And um, Lonzo Ball. <laughs> you think Lonzo's going? Dude, he's expendable. He's no longer a starting point guard for them, in my opinion. They brought Rondo in the start. We don't know that. Yeah, we don't know that. So you like the trade for the Spurs. DeMar DeRozan doesn't want to be in San Antonio. He must rather be in Toronto. DeMar DeMar DeRozan's a team player, bro. He's not like Kawhi. You know what, man? What if him and Kawhi put up similar numbers? Well, what if he puts Kawhi-like numbers while in San Antonio? Would you just say that Kawhi's a system player? I mean, we'll see. I don't think Kawhi's a system player. His defense is locked down. So, I mean, you, you can't really – you can coach defense, but feel like it's, it's kind of in you or it's not. And Kawhi is a lockdown defender. So, I, I think his game's going to translate wherever he goes. Okay. Let's talk about the fall from grace that Isaiah Thomas had. Yeah, went man. From, went from getting a Brinks truck back up to his apartment or to his house <laughs> To getting what a veteran minimum? Yeah, the man. The Denver it, Nuggets. <laughs> what do you what do you lose out on? Like ninety something million dollars? Yes. Yeah, that that's insane. And this man was like one of the only players to average twenty eight points per game while this is all happening. <laughs> it's insane. But do you I, believe he was a product of the system? I don't think he was a product of the system, man. He's he showed out everywhere. I I don't know, man. I just I just think his his height really 
really hurts him. People can't look at him and say, like, that's somebody I can build around or even, you know, rely on. Even though he is. He's a dog on the court. Right. I mean, he's been that height his whole life. There's nothing, that's nothing, nothing new. new. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous, man. I kind of hate it for him, especially, like, what he played through in his last season in Boston. Like, well, the last in Boston, his sister passed His sister, away and yeah, that. and all that. Exactly. Like, lost his sister, lost a contract, pretty much lost his place in the NBA at this point. So, I think, can you see him coming off the bench next year? He's a starter. I mean, I think he'll work his way to a starter. I just, for some reason, people don't want to pay him. But I think once he gets on a team, you realize what you have. But for some reason, people don't think he's – a valuable piece, you know, he's just somebody you can trade away or, you know, obviously dump a contract. Right, he reminds me a lot of Nate Robinson, who who has value when he's on your team, but, but yeah, you're not going to He's always to pay him big dollars. Yeah, right. exactly. So, yeah, it, it could definitely be a height thing in the NBA. All right, um, let's talk about Trey Young. He made the all-summer league team, but uh, you think he's going to be a bust after seeing – how he played in earlier games? I don't think he's going to get bust. I just don't see him being the point guard that they – essentially that the rest of the media is saying he's going to be. He's definitely not right. Steph. Uh, just because he jacks up shots doesn't mean he's Steph Curry. There's a lot of people <laughs> that jack up shots. They're not Steph Curry. Michael Beasley. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. They're not Steph Curry, so – I don't know why that's a comparison at all. I think he can definitely bring value, but I they need to kind of bring that green light to a yellow light on his shot selection. Shoot with caution. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel you, I feel you on that. See, I, I just believe he's more Steve Nash because he's a great passer than he is a great shooter. I think he's going to be a better passer than a shooter in the league. But – I, I hear people say, well, he's like the next Steph. Not to me, he's not. Because uh, Steph was supposed to be, what, the next uh, Jimmer Fredette? Yeah. Or was Jimmer before him or after him? I, I believe Jimmer was after him. But Jimmer was supposed to be the next Steph Curry, or what Steph Curry is now. Because he just jacks up to... long threes. That he has right. to range to be a Steph, essentially. Right. They, and the same thing with Trey. Just because he can make deep threes doesn't mean he's Steph. And there's something about players who come in the league as, like, prolific scorers. Like, look at Adam Morrison when he was at Gonzaga. Um, you got Doug McDermott when he was at Creighton. You got um, – we were just talking about him. Dang, what's his name? Um, guys went blank. Who we just mentioned? Jimmer. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmer Fredette. They're all great scorers in college. And – um. And and that just didn't translate because they had issues creating their own shot, which I think Trey Young will have issues with just because he's not quick. He's just a shifty guy. He's not like a quick um, – he's not like Colin Sexton, De'Aaron Fox quick. He's just yeah, he shifts. fast. He, yeah, he's just fast enough, but he's not the fastest on the court at any, at any point. I think that's going to make it tough for him. Um, you're going to see him run up a lot of screens and stuff like like Steph does now. 
But yeah. as far as creating his own shot, he, he won't be able to in the league. You saw a little bit of that when he got into conference play while at Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, For me, it's – I'm not saying this sums up what he is, but his – let's see, his first game, he had 28 yeah. points and he was 9 of 36 shooting. And that was the JV – the JVA stat line, man. Or no, sorry, that was through his first two games. Yeah, we we should talk about the JBA at some point. But that was through his first two games. He was nine at thirty six and two of sixteen from the three. That's I'm not obviously he heated up a little bit at the end, right? But I mean, he he's definitely no Steph. Yeah, but then people are going to argue that if you take a look at the film, a lot of those are late in the shot clock. And all that, I was like, well, those are still bad shots. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to stick with the Hawks. They just acquired Carmelo Anthony, who they're going to wait for gonna... Dennis Schroeder and Mike Muscala. Yeah, I'm not, um, I don't really understand that trade whatsoever. How can you just so... buy out his contract and dump Carmelo? I understand Carmelo wants to start, and maybe maybe they know more, and they know – Unless I don't know that Carmelo's came out and said he just won't come off the bench at all, which yes. he is Carmelo. So yeah, but he said he's not a he's not a bench player. He's a starter. But and I some, disagree with him. At some point in your career, you'll have to come off the bench, and LeBron will come off the bench at some point in his career. I mean, it just is what it is. I'm not saying that's anytime soon, but if LeBron mm-hmm. really wants to play with his kid. He's going to be coming off the bench to still be in the league. Quite honestly, I don't, I don't think LeBron will ever be in the league that long, kind of like Kobe. Yeah. Like Kobe, towards the end, he was only starting because he was Kobe. Um, he didn't warrant starting. Well, maybe on that team. On, so bad, on that team but, he did, yes. But in the league, yeah. yeah. If he would have went to a better team, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I know Corby's going to have a problem with that. <laughs> no, I mean, I, but, I understand what you're saying there. So, what I'm thinking is they buy him out. I, I don't know. I don't know why the Hawks got into the bed with the Thunder on this trade. Because it, it they lose Jack Picks. They lose Schroeder, who they could have gotten more for. Like a player that can actually make a difference. Um, only thing I have to say is cap space. Because they did give Schroeder a big deal about two years ago. Maybe a year ago now. So, it makes um, sense. But they still bought out. Yeah, they're still going to be paying, but they're stretching it. They're going to stretch it. Okay, but still. Um, so he's going to get, like, the minimum with the Rockets because that's where he's at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty much going to the Rockets. That's all for sure. <laughs> so I just don't think – so you think Trey Young will be the starting point guard? Uh, so he's traded with their starter. Yeah, it seems like they kind of want to work their franchise around Trey Young. I guess I, I don't think I don't think he's somebody you can build around. To be honest, like I said, he can bring value. He can, you know, I, I agree with you. He's a better passer, he, or he could be a better passer in the league. Um, he yeah. can obviously score, but I, I don't think he's a. a to be honest, Russell Westbrook's kind of, you know, people question whether you can build around Russell Westbrook, but he, he's not. He's not somebody you can build around. He's not a point guard. That's just six five, athletic freak like Steph Curry type. He, he's none of that. So, right. I just I just feel like he's not 
the reason I feel like you can't build around him is not that I think can't. Steph Curry is a six five athletic freak, but that's <laughs> that's more to the Russell Westbrook. But <laughs> man, just remember, man, before Russell Westbrook, there was Derrick Rose. Exactly. Uh, and then people always say you can build around Derrick Rose, which we will never be able to find out because he never stayed healthy. Do you believe so, you can build around Chris Paul? Uh, not at the age that he is now. In his prime, but he, yeah, he was definitely a, a fun. He was definitely a building block. Exactly. I don't, I don't see Trey Young being that type of point guard. So you don't see him being more of a Steve Nash than a. I. Sucker. He's a lesser version of a Steve Nash. Steve Nash was nasty with the passes, man. Yeah. All right, so we got the, as you the say, latest. as you say, he was he had his MVP stolen, so. By Kobe, he so. he did. Kobe didn't serve any MVPs, so I don't see Trey Young being the MVP in the league. But it's just uh, this one. That's all I gotta say, man. The year the Kobe won, CP3 put up twenty and ten or twenty and eleven. That's been done three other times. They all won three. MVP. Yes, thank you, man. I, I understand that Kobe still got the MVP, bro. <laughs> Whatever. So I, I was talking about the Lakers a little bit. So we got Michael Beasley. A spot up shoot, like a a good shooter. I'm not gonna call him a spot up shooter because he he does make boneheaded plays, boneheaded shots sometimes. But do you think uh, the Lakers are are ramping up to at least make a playoff run? I I think they're ramping up to make a playoff run. Um, to be honest, what I see with the whole Javale McGee, Lance Stevenson, Rondo, uh, Beasley signings are mm-hmm. not a Cavs like team but just older talent that's definitely out of its prime um i I just see more excuses for lebron not making the playoffs i mean not making the finals or you know getting put out by golden state and that's even if he gets to golden state to be honest they might play golden state in the first round you never know Um, right in the west i could see them being an eight seed seven seed but with all the young talent, it really depends on how Josh Hart, how Kuzma plays, how Brandon Ingram plays. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot that could happen with them. I, I could see the young talent really sprouting. They could be like a Celtics this year, especially with LeBron on the squad. Um, mm-hmm. If all the young talent kind of shows out like the Celtics obviously did this year, I mean, they, they could be a pretty good contender for the West. I, I don't see them getting past Golden State or Houston. So, open tonight, who's your start point guard? Lonzo Ball or Rondo? My starting point guard? Mm-hmm. Well, I would pick Rondo. Isn't Lonzo hurt? He'll be ready. He's just a meniscus tear. Okay, my bad. I thought you said open tonight. <laughs> I was like... No, 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 no. <laughs> You're just my saying bad. in general. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I would probably take... I mean, I would probably still take Rondo. Yeah. I've seen... The, have you seen their death package or whatever? Um... Will it be LeBron, Ingram, um, McGee? No, no McGee. It's LeBron's no the McGee? center. Okay. And they and then it's like uh, it's like uh, Alonzo at the point. I think they got Hart, Kuzma, and Ingram. So it's just a really fast paced, you know, lengthy guys. They're all like six six to six nine. They're all positionless basketball players. Exactly. Except for Josh Hart. So, yeah. Exactly. Well, so do you think Alonzo could develop as a spot-up shooter since he's going to be able to play off the ball a little bit? 
I, I could see his shot getting better. I think we talked about it before, though. Um, mm-hmm. The way he comes across his head or his eyes, just yeah. It. I don't see him ever being consistent. He could be streaky, and I don't like that. Um, Dog, he, he he's never had a problem shooting before. Before, but now he does. It's, I think it's between the and, ears. And then again, we only saw what one year. So, what what's to say he didn't have a problem shooting? There were he had off nights at UCLA, and his averages are good. Um, but in Chino Hills, I mean, he he was a ball brother. He jacked the shot up forty, fifty times some nights, man. <laughs> <laughs> so there's you know just because he dropped forty points in high school, doesn't mean he didn't take forty two shots some nights. Okay. So so you all right? So we got Lonzo. Um, on the bench. Say Jimmy Butler wants to come to L.A. I don't think he's going to L.A. He wants to be traded. Yeah, but they've said Jimmy Butler and um, who was it? It was three stars are going to team up, I guess, next year. Have you heard about that? No. Where are they teaming up at? You don't, you, What's you don't remember where you read it? No. Where are they teaming up at? One second. Okay. Uh, Kyrie Irving and Jimmy Butler are planning to team up with a very accomplished third player plotting. This is from, let's see, what's the source? A third star. Yeah, it's the um, Knicks blog. It's SNY. Oh, yeah. I would say, yeah, Przingis. Yeah, okay, that would be him. Przingis is by himself. Uh, Giannis is by himself. Yeah. Um, let me think. Who else is by himself? Cal Lowry is gonna be by himself. <laughs> no, that would be 2019. So I mean, next year. But I, I don't see why Kyrie would want to leave the Celtics because it's not his team anymore. Uh, yeah, that's Kyrie's gonna lose everything if he starts doing this, and I'd hate to see that. Dude, so he's gonna. Dude. Oh, go ahead. See, Kyrie wants his own team. Um, that was the point of him getting out of Cleveland. Um, but now he's he sees these young guys but getting he, the credit for the run that they made. Well, he didn't. Even he though, didn't do anything. Uh, he put them in that position to be the two seed. He helped get them there. You're right, but still, that's. I think next year, if if you know they make that run, say Boston is the team to finally. I mean, I know Cleveland beat Golden State, but. Ever since Golden State's added KD, nobody really saw anybody knocking them off at this point. And now they've got Boogie Cousins. Their starting five is just absolutely insane. Nobody really sees them not winning the championship. Like they're they're not favored. They're not not favored by anybody you'd ask for the most part. So if Kyrie can essentially do the same thing he did last year, but just stay healthy, and he's he's obviously going to have to be that piece in the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I I could see him doing it. He can, he can really, you know, do some work against Golden State. Steph has a hard matchup guarding him. Um, They're gonna put Clay on him, man. They'll put Clay on him, but I mean, that's just gonna open up all the young talent. Uh, Jason Tatum, I think, is gonna go off next year. I know he only averaged like fourteen points last year, but I don't think he goes off. I I think he becomes closer to a twenty point a game player. 
No. Yeah. That means the offense has to run through him. Kyrie is not no, it doesn't. handing over the offense to him. 20 points a game? Yeah, you, 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 yeah. You, they're calling plays for you yeah. if you're making 20 points a game. Right. He's, he's going to drop like 18 points a game next year. I'm not saying he's mm-hmm. dropping like 24, but I think he's going to be like an 18 and 10 guy. Want to put a want to put a bottle of Crown Apple on that? We can do that. Okay. You want to do that? I think he's under. I'm not saying 16 he, under and 16. a half. All right, I'll take the over on 16 and a half then. Okay. Yeah, I can guarantee that. He's two and a half points <laughs> away from that rookie year, bro. Okay, you bro. You think you yeah. you just think he had like an exceptional rookie year? Uh, I think he was a starter because Gordon Hayward wasn't starting. You're right, but you're telling me they're not going to use him now. They're not going to use him the way they use him this year. I don't agree with that. Do I guarantee it? I guarantee he's the one player that does not lose much time. Don't like it. So, all right. So, he's going to score more points than Gordon Hayward and Kyrie? No. So, all right. How many points you got Kyrie scoring? Like 20. 20. 23. What do you have Kyrie scoring? Um, uh, 23, 24. Okay, yeah, so we're in the same same range there. Uh, I got Gordon Hayward at, at 18. Okay, and then I think Jason Tatum's their third option on offense. Yeah, but he's going to be at 14 or 15. We'll see. Or right, the Celtics man. just make a beastly run because Jason Tatum's such a beast as a third option on offense, but hey. Bro, Brad Stevens doesn't let anybody dominate the ball. Exactly. That's. I mean, I don't think Jason Tatum's a dominate-the-ball type person. He really, he's, he really, the game flows when, when the, like, the ball comes to him. He's just a very flowy player. Man, I, I, all I remember seeing a lot of ISO ball when Kyrie was in. That's all I remember, man. Personally, I don't like, I, I would like to see Kyrie maybe not be moved to the two a lot with all the young point guards there. But I, I would just like to see a more free-flowing offense more than just Kyrie dribble the ball. I think we agreed or semi-agreed on the point that it, we'll see next year, but it could hurt them with Kyrie coming back. I agree. It will hurt them as a team, but they'll still get a lot of wins. Yeah, they're the Eastern Conference. They still got Kyrie, Gordon Hayward, all the talent they have. It's just going to work. But all right, so I can't wait to see how this bet turns out. I'm gonna laugh if Gordon Hayward gets hurt next year. <laughs> That's your boy. Why are you gonna laugh at him? Because Jason Tatum's gonna be the second option on offense, and he's gonna try twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't hope anybody gets hurt, but you know, if something happens, Jason Tatum's gonna become that second option, or Kyrie gets hurt again. There's, he's always hurt. If you say so, man. Yeah, Kyrie is. Is Kyrie not always hurt? He is. All right. All right, man. One last topic. We're going to talk about Le'Veon Bell turning down the 70 mil. Um, Do you think he should have taken it, or do you think uh, he's dumb for not taking it? Um, I'm not going to call him dumb, but I think he should have taken it. That is because... Okay, um, as we talked off the show, I think he's worth more. I'm not arguing that he's not worth more. He is a 
Okay. He's a receiver when he's a receiver. He's a running back when he's a running back. And he's not, you know, he's not a downgrade as a receiver. So it just creates mismatches all over the field. But his true position is a running back. And as analytics show, running backs aren't worth that much. And when you break down his contract, he's paid what a receiver's paid. It's not like he's just getting shortchanged as a running back as well. He's getting paid what decent receivers are paid. Okay. I just feel like they should give him whatever he wants. That's not the way to build a team. Within reason. Within reason. Within reason. What's within reason? I mean, what 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 was his contract per year? That he uh, he, he's being franchise tag. Yeah, but like as far as like per year, what was it? I don't have it right in front of me. Stay. Right. Go ahead. I'm ill prepared. Go ahead with your points on why you think, besides the fact that the Steelers should have just dropped down to their knees and gave this man whatever he asked for. Man, just he helps Big Ben, man. He's helped him age. You can't say that Big Ben would be the same guy with without um, Le'Veon Bell than that he is because he can only do so much. If there's no threat of the run, then everybody's double covering AV, or they're they're putting they're doing the cover man two over over AV. So Le'Veon Bell opens up the field a lot more just because he has he's that threat. And I just don't I don't I don't think they're valuing him because I would love him to come to the Packers. You would love for him to come to the Packers. Yes, they're not going to pay him that. So he was making fourteen mil a year before. Yeah, his average salary for the twenty seventeen tag was twelve million. He's trying to get one more payday before, before the, uh, before he gets thirty, man. Okay, I understand that, man. But running backs, like again, I hate I hate to go by the analytics and, you know, the whole running backs drop at twenty seven to thirty is a horrible years for them because, I I mean I just think that's, arguably. I mean it depends on the running back. Like Le'Veon Bell, if he's a receiver, all the touches he's getting aren't necessarily just pounding touches. If that makes sense, like he he's yeah. not running up the gut every time for two yards. He's not that running back. So he can be. He can be. I understand that. That's what I'm saying. But he's not the 40 touches, you know, 95 yards every game, ran it up the middle, got sat on by 300 pounders all game. He's out. He's out running routes. He, he's out running like you know he can do whatever. So not all of his touches are just grueling touches like most running backs are. So on that point, he could play longer. The fact that he's his skill set allows him to do that to me means he could play longer. But ask getting fourteen million, most running backs are getting like what seven, eight million a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's getting double what most running backs are getting. So he's he's already getting paid. To in a, in a sense. But he so is he more valuable than Antonio Brown? No, he is to you. Yeah, because it's much easier to get him the ball. You could just hand him the ball. You got to have five guys block up front for Aaron Rock, for a for AB to get the ball. So so there's you got to have five guys to block up front for him to do much with the ball. For Livia? No, yes. not really. Yes, not really. yes. 
You tell me an O line doesn't dictate a running back. You can't tell. Show me an O line that doesn't like to run block. O linemen love run block. I'm not saying O line doesn't like to run block. I'm saying can they run block? Yeah. Well, he's he's a patient runner to wait on the hole to open, man. I don't know, man. I I just think it's a bad decision for him. Um, I personally, financially, I would have liked to see him go ahead and get his money. Um, I I know people are encouraging him to hold out. He's worth more. Some people are saying the same thing I'm saying. Yeah. He should go ahead and get the money. Um, but again, analytically, people aren't going to pay him that much. So I don't see many teams hopping up to say, we'll give you the $100 million contract you're looking for. I, I don't see that. Do you? Where could he go where he's going to get paid? Where he gets what, paid that much? Where, um, where, yeah, where he gets paid what he wants. Maybe Oakland. Oakland. Um, and what if they don't? And now Steelers can come back with a crap offer. Not necessarily crap, but, you know, they can make him pay for it. Yeah, I can see them making him pay for it. But somebody's going to be dumb enough to pay him $100 million. I wouldn't pay him because he's too close to 30 to get $100 million. Okay, so say he sits out for the season. Not yeah. the whole season, obviously. But say yeah. he sits out three games and the Steelers go 2-1 and one or 3-0. and oh. And they're not, they're not going to be in a hurry. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Now, if they go 0 and 3, it might be this Emmett Smith situation where he sat out and then he got his money. Glad you brought that up, man. I was just thinking about that. But I, I don't see him, I, I don't see the Steelers doing that. Um, I, I truthfully, with Big Ben, Antonio Brown, they're not just going to go 0 and 3, 0 and 2 to start the season. And even if they do, I, I don't know. I, I don't see him getting the what he wants. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go do some homework. I'm going to look at their schedule and say if you were to set the first three games and see, get a realistic uh, answer for you on how many games they'll win or lose. And uh, we'll see if you if you change your mind once they're 0-3 after the first three games. And he'll be worth every dime that they could have, they should have offered him. I think he's oh. worth every dime of that $70 million he got offered. <laughs> Man, I'm all I'm all about the guys getting paid, bro. I understand, man, but it's still a business, and that's it goes back to the whole Demar Derozan and being sold out. Well, I mean, they just had their best year ever, and they fired their coach. <laughs> True. I mean, and then they got rid of their franchise player. So at the end of the day, it's a business, no matter who you are. You're right. Obviously, I'm not saying Toronto Raptors are the same as Philadelphia Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, but <laughs> but um, triple. But um, you know, it, it's always a business at the end of the day. I, I don't think the Steelers are going to think they just they just blew it by not giving this man what he wanted, even if they go zero and two. I feel you. I feel you. Well, Cam, man, I appreciate you coming on to the pod, man. We're going to link up again. Um. Probably tomorrow or in two days, because um, I'm I'm gonna go do some homework on this Livian Bell contract situation, and I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna give you three reasons why he's valuable, man. All right, why, we'll see. why he's worth this, and then we're gonna talk about um he's valuable <laughs> about seventy million worth. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll find ways to validate why I think he's worth what he wants, and uh, we're also gonna talk about. The NBA rule change as far as the draft age. Okay. Why? Why I think it should be 
as soon as you graduate high school, you're eligible, and why you think it should be, uh, why you think the the league should save the owners from themselves. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the business side, man. All right, man. I'm all other players. So appreciate you, man. All right, man. All right, peace. Good talking to you. You too. Another one. We hit you with another one. Appreciate C-Wake for coming through. I call him C-Wake. We're going to call this episode C-Wake Takes. Uh, It's going to be volume two because last week we did volume one. We do appreciate y'all for listening, checking us out. Uh, If there's any topics y'all want to touch on, call in. We'll give you feedback on what we think. Uh, Maybe maybe by next week uh, we'll have, have a team that, ooh, the mellow plays for, but I think we may do some college football talk. This is getting kind of close. It was coming right at the beginning of August, but yeah, we're going to do some college football talk. Uh, we're both Mississippi. Well, he's not a Mississippi native, but he's been, he's pretty, he has a pulse on what's going on with Ole Miss. We're going to talk about Ole Miss. We're going to talk about Mississippi State and what uh, their coach said at SEC Media Days about following Coach Saban. He was happy he didn't have to. It's like following the Beatles. Uh, we're gonna touch on that a little bit. Hopefully, I can get Reagan Grant on and get Mike Goldman on. Uh, shout out to both of you guys. We're gonna be talking a lot of college football in the coming weeks because uh, that's our favorite sport. But once again, man, we appreciate y'all for listening. Peace.